The Rossoneri renaissance is complete. After 11 years, once again, Milan are the champions of Italy. It's they who wear the crown for the 2021-22 season. Hello everyone, this is David and Chin Talk Milan. We are back again for another interesting episode. Chin, wow. <laughs> Just wow. Uh, wow, this is the first time I've seen Dave uh, confused and stunned. And so, you know what? It's what happened to your optimism? To be honest, right? Going into this game, like, it's a derby. So, stuff like this that I always expected, right? It's either it goes one way. Like, don't forget that this is how we, we beat Inter in the first um, first leg of the Serie A season. And we, we, we won that game three. We won that three, game three, two. Three, two, exactly. Yeah. Last time we also bamboozled them, too, right? So, the context well, is uh, this is a reaction <laughs> pod to Milan losing two, nothing uh, in the first leg of the uh, UEFA Champions League uh, semi final, right? Uh, building up to this game, I think the biggest concern for Milan was uh, Rafael Leal not playing. And they've believed that Milan was going to keep a clean sheet, you know, against Inter Milan. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and I talked I talked about the experience of coaches in uh, cup ties. They've said Milan found uh, templates. He, call, he called it the Champions League templates. And I was hoping that that was true. But it turns out uh, Pioli, Pioli hasn't learned his lesson when it comes to Inter Milan. So, um, no, let's just change. I think my first question is, how, how do you think Milan approaches game to start with? Like... I think the approach, so the funny thing is the formation looks like the Napoli formation, but the mentality is different. How? You, you understand what I mean? So, yeah, the mentality is different because like against Napoli, they were very compact, right? So yeah. we talk about, do you do you remember me saying if Milan gets a lot of one-on-ones against mm-hmm. Inter Milan, we are going to lose this game. If uh, you get the attackers on a lot of mismatches and one-on-ones, yeah. we're going to lose this game. And guess what happened? A lot of times you get, what is name, Calabria, Running one on one with uh, Dimarco. Mm-hmm. Now, Theo Hernandez didn't do much today. Why? Because there's Dumfries always there, right? So my point is, it's almost as though we set up for for what Inter Milan does well, which is you pack a lot of uh, small guys and fill them up in the middle of the field. And I'm not blaming Pioli because he doesn't have giants in the middle. And then you set your defense so vulnerable because you play you play Calabria, which you said, and then you decide that you're not. To be giving him as much help as you gave against uh, what's it called against uh, Karajrelia in the last round, right? So yeah. my point is like we should have come in with similar mindset as against Spurs and against Napoli because this Inter Milan team they will physically brutalize you and yeah. they will they have very clinical players. Like Milan was so lucky today, so lucky. This game yeah, would have ended lucky. for four or five. Exactly. Five. exactly. Have, <laughs> I, I'm been... just thinking about the chances. The game should have been done in the first half, to be honest. Like, like, how do you like, get how do you get the how do you get the corner goal. kick in the Champions League semi final, and you get one of your shortest players, if not the shortest player on the team, to mark really, a, really semi, a semi a yeah. semi giant. Now, I'm not. This is you know what I think. Yeah. I don't think. Okay, let me explain. We, you, and I have talked about Milan, and you know their defensive freight is all season long yeah. regarding set pieces. We have always, we have always. Do you remember that part? Yeah. Where we say we are so bad defensively, and the main 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 reason being we are bad on set pieces. And guess why? Because things like this happen, right? So you have Simon Kier, you have uh, what's it called? Um, uh, uh, um, Tomori. Tomori. Yeah. Now, to be frank, at some point there's going to be a mismatch. Let me explain. We talked about Inter Milan having so many big players. All their yeah. centre backs are giants. 
Mm-hmm. Three of them, right? Yeah. So Bastoni, Achebe, and da- Damian. Damian is not that big, oh, but yeah, still, yeah. he's relatively big, right? Okay, then you go in the midfield. You have Barella was not, he's not that big, and then Hakan is taking the cross. Hakan is excellent at crossing. Now you have De- uh, Jekyll and Martinez, who's very good at finding spaces. And then maybe you throw Dumfries in there. So eventually, you are going to get a mismatch, right? Because Milan's giants, you have Giroud and the two centre-backs. And that's about it. Right, the well, rest are like it's literally... still wrong, though. I just kind of feel like we just switched off for a little bit, and this is why Champions League is always all about details, right? Because I feel like we switched off a little bit, and to be honest, before the corner, right, I could see um Calabria and Jacko's tussling, Jacko, exactly, tussling, exactly. I'm like, my man, like, this is wrong, like, the Calabria shouldn't be the one doing it, right? I feel like it should be someone else, like, if it could have been even Giroud, Seth, you know what I mean? So, I actually thought. When, they, when it comes to corners, don't the centre-backs just take the attackers, just strength for strength? Like, you know what I mean? It depends. And then Jekyll, one of the most dangerous players when it comes to heading the ball, and a very physical, strong player, end up with Calabria. Anyway, that's the first goal, right? Like, it's yeah. just one of those things. The second goal, but you get to Nali. After the first goal, like, we're still very cut open. Like, they were just running from midfield. Oh, like, no my God. There. And I feel like I that, was, never that was seen... where the problem was. Every week, I feel like I've seen worse, and then they keep showing me that they can they can do worse, right? It's almost so. You, I think you mentioned this one time. If this game was played with majority Inter Milan fans, I think Milan would have played differently. Yeah, and that's the only hope I'm giving them going into the next. Exactly. Game. Too, Somehow, I feel, when I feel there's that. not a lot of uh, red and black fans in the stadium, yeah, they do a little better because you know the atmosphere. The commentators keep talking about how the stadium is bouncing, how there's so much energy in the stadium. And in my head, I'm like, yeah, that is when this team performs so poorly. It's when everybody, especially home fans, home fans, because for some reason, when the support is almost like too much and then they they buckle under pressure, they couldn't do simple things. Like Giroud couldn't complete passes. Donali couldn't. Like uh, Giroud would pass the ball back to... Jekyll. Yeah. Look, can you imagine? Like, it's crazy. Tonali can't even make that. simple passes. It was passes. so sluggish in the first half. And, like, their reactions was very wrong. At some point, like, they'll throw some passes into some space, right? Or maybe, like, Inter Milan will try to make some passes. And they'll be looking at each other, like, who's supposed to attack the ball? I'm like, are you guys kidding me? This is, this is, this is not right. Like, they were not, they were not coordinated. Like, and I, and I think our biggest problem, to be honest, was from the midfield, because uh, Inter were able to, you know, impose their presence in that midfield and they just dominated Milan and they bullied us completely out of the park. Do you know, weirdly like, enough, I would have yeah. actually, thinking of it now, right? Uh-huh. Povega came in and I was looking at it, I'm like, just out of physicality, for physicality alone and leg in that midfield, I could have thought about Povega a little bit. I'm not saying like, go take, I, I get it. You can't take off Benassé, neither can you take off Tonali. Because well, that's... technically now, Benassé is out. So obviously he's not going to be playing in second. Well, he, yeah, because... So... And do you know what's crazy about that? Uh-huh. I saw the Inter lineup and I thought to myself, Oh my god, they went with small midfield. Because imagine normally they would have played Brozovic. So imagine if it's Brozovic in the middle with uh, Hakan and uh, Barella, right? Like mm-hmm. it's just one of those frustrating things. I just things. kind of feel like, to be honest, like let's just call it speed is speed, right? In terms Which of is Inter Milan has better quality players than Milan. Of, if, and better score. Well, but when like, I say the same thing, you always like... tell me that's not true. And you start no, listing no, no, no. you start listing the world class players Milan has. So if Inter Milan has better players than Milan. Uh, what do you think about uh, Real Madrid and uh, Man City? Like, are like, you serious? Let's be serious, though. Like, talking about the like top three teams left, or top like the top teams left in the in the Champions League. Obviously, you cannot just brush Inter aside. That's good. 
they have Lukaku. Like Taku was uh, was was killing uh, was killing us, right? And Lukaku was just sitting on the bench and just smiling. I'm like, can you imagine? Romelu Lukaku and they bring in uh, what is in Korea. Milan takes off Giroud. Oh, who did we take off? And then we don't. We didn't even take off Giroud. So we take off a uh, uh, Salamakas and we we'll bring Origi. And, and then we're talking about Drebic. Sorry, right? That's it. So yes. at the end of the day, right? Like yeah. this is why when we talk about winning the Champions League, and I tell you this: last season Milan won the league. Leagues are different. Leagues, you can you know you can put your feet down. You know things. Other, you know what I mean? Like teams like Inter Milan might do poorly in the league because, to be honest with you, their coach is not that good with consistency. I think yeah. the problem with Inter Milan is lack of consistency. Because in Italy, if you look at squad, squad depth, they are probably the best team in the entire league. Yeah. Like in terms of the people they can bring off the bench. Can you how can you bench how can you bench Brozovic and then there's no Milan Skriniar and then yeah. Devry is coming off your bench yeah. in the Champions League semi-final. Are you serious? And they say and then, injured players there's Gushin, Robin Gushin. Oh yeah Robin Gushin. and then okay so again Reality just hit Milan to, today. And the only reason why I'm frustrated is because if Pioli and this squad had a little bit of respect and dignity for themselves, they mm-hmm. would have just packed the bus. This is what I think. Okay, let me tell you. I think they've thrown away the entire two tie completely. And the reason I say that is because you can't lose 2 nothing against this Inter Milan team and then expect to go away and do what? Score three goals and then concede nothing? You know, so we know what changed. It was so difficult today just watching the game without Rafaelia and you can tell like how Milan really depend on Rafaelia in attack because to be honest, like Alexis Salamakas, right? He did his thing. But how would the, how would Rafael Leal change anything? They bulldoze Milan through midfield. You no. see the way they just pass so through the midfield like is, there's nobody. What happens is what happens if Rafael Leal was playing right, Pioli's approach would have been very different in this game, to be honest. And and I know what he was going to do. He was only what you said, what you're saying right now is what he was going to do basically, just pack the boss. But reality is you cannot pack the boss against Inter without having a way to break out. There's nobody to break out. So Alex Salamakas cannot break out. Diaz cannot me, break out. Then who else is going to do it? Okay, let me say this. Did Pioli go to win this game today? Is that his plan? Because for me, once you know Rafael Leao is not playing, your mm. target now should be hold on as much as you can. Like, you know what I mean? Like, hold on. To be, and honest, then... to be honest, I just feel like he, he got the selection wrong to start with. I'll tell you well, why. What changes would he have made then? Tell me. What would he to have made differently? If I'm to take an approach, right? Knowing well, no Calabria. Is, right? And you know what? I will have started... Kalulu instead of Calabria. Or Malik uh, Teo. Malik, no, 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 no. Kalulu instead of Calabria. And That's Malik if you're playing four at the back. To be honest, I would have preferred Malik Teo instead of Simon Kia today. I know Simon Kia's experience like, will have played the major role today, but he didn't do much. But and it's because, like, at the end of the day, right, experience is one thing, but the physical um ability to be able to cope with a certain kind of striker, right, is another thing entirely. And unfortunately, the game was just, the pace is just too fast and too quick. For Kalulu, for, for Calabria, for Smokia. oh, for well, as well as as well as, Cal- as, like. as well as Calabria, like exactly. every That's time, saying, every like... time he was one v one with Demarco, I was yeah. like, oh my god, yeah. this is not but even. To be close. honest, just imagine now. Let's just just imagine if it was Kalulu and Malikteau, the way they came in in the second half, right? You can see that there was so much presence, there was so much physical presence in between. Okay, so Dave, um, let me say this: for me personally, like yeah. I think next next week is probably going to be a draw. Right, this is what I think, or maybe Milan might narrowly win the game. But all I'm trying to explain is, we have kind of technically given this tie away, and I say this because you know what's going to happen next week. 
This yeah. Inter Milan team is so good on the counter attack. Do you see how they counter Milan? It's yeah. so quick. And do you know what actually impresses me about Inter that makes me so angry about Milan? It's almost like when they counter, when they counter, they are like quick. One quick touches, very accurate, very precise. Everybody yes. knows exactly where and everybody that, is. You know this what? is a team that practices this crap. You, you know what, what I mean? You this is what they do. Go ahead. You know Technical player. Quality. Yeah. And I agree with you. I'm not doubting it. We have Junior Messias, you know, trying to use... Do you see Junior Messias 1v1 with the goalie? Doesn't even hit the target. Not at all. So if that was Martinez right now, like, oh my God. This is the point. So at the end of the day, we can't compare. I know when people see Milan versus Inter, they think they're on the same level. I think Inter, because Inter in the past couple of years, they've been underperforming. If you think of it, like I say this honestly, with this squad of players... Inter Milan should have won the league just like Juve won the league for consecutive years. They would have yeah. won it two years ago, even last season, even this season, right? But because Inter Milan with their head coach, he is not very consistent in league games. But Cops, when you come to Cops, this is his thing. When I said it, Leo said, um, uh, you and Leo, you said uh, Pioli is a late bloomer and he will improve. <laughs> well, now he's been taught a lesson, no? But you because know I guarantee me, you, if this, was a league, if this was a league game, maybe Inzaghi would have lost this game today. Okay, but I'll guess what? It's a cup I'll... game. I would like to speak for my soft spot because I think we also need to understand that <laughs> it's not easy to be playing in the league and be played in the Champions League up to semi-final stage. If you look at our team, right, you can tell that this is, to be honest, it's like a stretch for us, to be honest. Look, look, well, I look at our squad in general, right? And look at our bench. How many games has Rebic played this season that he has really convinced? I'm like, wow, this is Rebic that I knew. None. Not even one. I can't remember. I can't even remember one. To be honest, that's number one. Origi, how many games has Origi really contributed into? Like, okay, he did very good. You know what I mean? Same thing with CDK. Same. Th- I can name a whole bunch of these guys, right? And you can tell these guys—they're not really offering that quality that purely can bank on. This first eleven, or let me say, like twelve or thirteen players are these players that um, purely has been banking on all season. And imagine the stretch of games that they played in the league, right? Up to the semi-final of the Champions League. This is a stretch for them. Well, so that means, technically speaking, what I was saying before. See, now you're now you're kind of feeling what I was saying last weekend. What I was saying is, this Milan team is not good enough to win the Champions League. No. Why oh, are you yeah, trying well, to go? Why, everybody do, why knows you that, though. Everybody well, knows. Dave, okay, if everybody knows that, you're just, I'm sure you're just realizing that now. So if you, if you know that, why are you pushing the team to go win the Champions League when you know for a fact that the priority for you is to try to get what you can out of the season. Which well, is you top cannot just give four. up the opportunity, but you walked your way well, to the semi-finals. Yeah, but like, you're now... You... The day. Okay, so here's the question then. How does yeah. he approach the weekend game? The weekend game? He already, he already said it. What did he say? He's going on with full squad. Of course, he has to go on with the full squad because he literally has already lost the game again. In fact, if I were him, just forget it. Because if this is what you're going to do against Manchester City or Real Madrid, imagine all the chances Inter Milan had yesterday. Vinicius. <laughs> Did you see Kevin De Bruyne shot? And then, you know what actually impressed me about Inter Milan? Like, it's so yeah. sad that I'm watching the Milan Inter and I'm impressed by Inter players. So the way, they, the, the way they hit the ball, right? It's yeah. like with purpose. So Milan hits the ball and you're like, this looks like child's play. And then you watch you watch yeah. Hakan hit the ball. You're like, oh, damn. Like, you know, this is actually on the same, almost on the same level as like the Madrid players, right? Like, they, there's so much quality in like what they do. Even the dribbles. Did you see the pen- penalty? Against uh, 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 what's the name, Simon Kier. Yeah. Like, how many Milan strikers do you have that can actually do that to your defender? Like, this are one of the this, this are one of the little mistakes that I was talking about when it comes to physicality, right? I feel like, for example, like when Malikteo came in, right? 
all those one-on-one -on -one battles and stuff. He was able to like handle it and stuff compared to like the way because that ball, Simokia came in front of uh, Martinez first, and he still lost the ball. I'm like, are you serious? Yeah, um, it's because Martinez is a very good player. Edinjeko, Edinjeko dropped deep. He was playing from midfield. Yeah. I think I was telling you this and you're like, oh, well, you know, if if he played in Milan. No, because he would drop deep. And this has always been his strength. One of the things he does well, which is join the attack from middle, as opposed to stand there and not down balls. That's not Jekyll. And this is, that's when I talk about certain strikers that I like, that's it. I like my striker to be like, oh, you know what? This and game is not be, going our way. Right, Let me come right. and help them. You're in right. Middle. And to be honest. You know how many times you want the ball back? Like I told you, Giroud yeah, passed the ball to him. How does Giroud pass the ball to him? Because he would drop deep in the middle. That's the thing. Uh, and then guess what Giroud is doing? You know what Hanging out there, the waiting for knockdowns. What? You know what frustrating the most is the fact that when you see certain defects in this team, right, and you're seeing the transfer decision that um, Milan is making, it just gets me mad. So now we're about to sign um, Marko Anatovic from Bologna for free or something to come join us next season. I'm like, are you serious? Anatovic? This is it? Well, like, you know what? So, Dave, I think uh, the, the biggest lesson for you and every other Milan fan is to tamper your expectation. So when I watch other teams play, because I yeah. do watch a lot of good teams play, Don't and get I me come wrong. back... And I, I, look, and I, this, this result today, Chin, let me just say it straight. I'm not surprised. But I, I'm not... I'm When I speak about Milan winning games, even though sometimes those games look very difficult, I'm, I'm saying it because of the fact that I believe that Milan might have the opportunity to win. Oh, no, it's a... It's, okay, so when we talk about the games, right? Yeah. I know you as a Milan fan, you hope that Milan <laughs> will win the game. So, like, me, I'm watching it, and this is why I said I'm the realist, right? I see. I see it. I'm not blind, and I know you see it, too, because you text me and you go, <laughs> man, like, do you... Okay, think of Haaland. Think of KDB, right? Think of all the people that play for Manchester City. Yeah. I remember the day you were here, you you and Leo, you were counting all the, all the Milan players, and I know, at top top class players and you listed only three and i said man city has like 14 15 of them and you listed three real madrid has like two squads full of world class players that will step into a similar and start playing right away like Anyways, think of true. it so at the end of the day right it's yeah. temper your expectation um for me i'll be honest with you i believe that get make yeah making it to the semi-final of the champions league to me is a great achievement for this squad, given everything yeah. you just said. Everything was laid out for them not to be that good this year, right? To compete in three fronts. Well, they've lost almost every category of competition they are in. Yeah. The biggest one for them now is to focus on finishing top four. Yeah. Go finish strong in the league, finish strong, finish top four, and let Inter Milan go ahead and get the ass whooping from probably Real Madrid in a couple of weeks in, in, in June, right? That's all yeah. I can say. Now, yeah. the next game against Inter, you go there, you probably not disgrace yourself like you did today. Put yeah. in a good fight and see what happens. So anyway, at the end of the day, I feel like let's save our energy for the league and try to finish top four. And then in the summer, see if we can buy one or two players and get rid of a few crappy players, including your boy, Junior Messias. I keep saying that, but you would never listen to me. How can you watch Junior Messias and think he's a Milan quality player? This is your part of the problem. Do but anyway, that's my thing. It's very inspiring. Anyways. Well, the story um, inspires you, but to me, it just tells me how far Milan has fallen. So, I feel like the squad, right, our lineup against Inter on Tuesday um, might make a difference. And I'll tell you if this is if this strategy works. Kalulu starts as a right back. Malik Teo and Tomori pierce in the central. And Teo Hernandez goes left, right? In the middle, we'll leave Krunic. Tonali will play with Krunic, right? Then, if Benassi, because Benassi is not around, right? So, obviously, we're going to fill that place with Diaz, Prime Diaz. If Rafael Leao is back, uh, I feel like he can either go left 
and then we have um Alex Salamakas to go by the right. I feel like that, and then we'll have Giroud up front. You know what well, I mean? Yeah, so the thing is, so let me tell you what you can you, you can take home. Milan were losing to nothing. We needed to score a couple of goals, and yet all the changes we were making were mostly defensive changes. So even if you go like all, all the changes you just said now are mostly yeah. defensive changes. So the question I have for you is if Rafael is touch and go. Would you go risk him to go play him against Inter Milan with the hope of trying to so get something? So if, if Rafael Leao isn't fit on Tuesday, right? Another solution that I'll suggest is either he brings in Origi, um, Origi to play from the left. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. have um, Giroud Central or Rebic Central. But to me, I, see, I, believe, I believe Origi and Giroud okay. can pair well, together. You know as, what? As double, like double striker. My and solution. Have, um, yeah? my- my solution, simple yeah. solution, very yeah. simple. Let us focus on the league because at the end of the day, like <laughs> even if we make it to the Champions League fi- uh, final, it is only going to. So I was telling you that I'm actually happy that it's happening in the semi final. Do you know how many text messages Shane. I've gotten? Do you know how many text messages I've gotten from people Shane. making Shane. fun of the fact that the team I support went out there and lost like a child, got okay, beaten like fine. Nigerian people will say you beat they beat you like you stole something. <laughs> they beat me, they beat me Shane. like they stole they are something. Dead but not buried. I, Okay, you know what? <laughs> I don't know about that. They are dead, but not buried. I still feel like there's something we can see. We can still make it. So, do you know? I mean, I have a question for you. How many mm-hmm. times this year in 2023, Milan mm-hmm. probably played almost 18 to 20 games this year. Yeah. This year, this year, this calendar year. How many times have they scored more than three goals? In fact, how many times have they scored three plus three goals and above? Tell me. You tell me. Just take a guess. Okay, this is what I'll tell you. Mm-hmm. This Milan that I know of 2023. Right. Yeah. When Since the turn of the calendar year, right? After the World Cup. When it, yeah. when it comes to big games, they've stepped up. Okay, so Dave, you haven't answered the question. Since 2023, January 1st, 2023, how many times has AC Milan scored three goals plus? So, I mean, three hit three goals and they add one more. I'm not even saying how many, you know, how many we times have they scored three goals? goals? Eh? We need two goals. That's all we Well, need. yeah, but you still need to win the game, right? Eventually. So, you're talking about dragging them all the way to penalties. So, Milan only scored three goals this year. One time against who? Napoli. Remember they fought nothing against Napoli. The rest of the time is like one goal, two goals, one goal, two goals, one goal. But you know how many times Milan has considered more than three goals? A lot of times. So the point I'm trying to make is um, this Milan team does not have goals in it. You've said it before. I've said it. Which is, our attack is so anemic. We can't, where, where are you going to get the goals from? I just told you Junior Messias was one-on-one with the goalkeeper and missed the whole net. Like, how is that who you're hoping to score a goal for We'll you? find a solution on Tuesday. Okay, well... Figure it out, Mr. Pioli, because at the end of the day, what I said to you guys is Anyways, exactly the same. When Izaki actually takes in Milan to UEFA <laughs> Champions League <laughs> final and win it, then you can people believe you believe me that Izaki <laughs> likes he's good at Change. cups. We'll take the rest of next week, so we'll see how it is. Well, um, sure, for me, the tie is over. Boom. I, Inter Milan beat uh, what's it called Barcelona in the group stage, they came out of the group with Bayern and Baka. They beat Benfica. Benfica did not lose games until they met Inter Milan and they went into bad form. So this is not a very bad yeah, same thing. with Napoli too. Yeah, but this is the thing, Dave. Like the thing, I think what deceives most people is the fact that in the league, Inter just looks, you know, they go play Spezia and draw or Bologna and <laughs> drop points. But when it comes to cup ties, Inter Milan, they are in the Coppa Italia final. They are going to go to the Champions League final. What else is there for Inzaghi to prove to you? Like, anyway, I'm done. I'm no longer ranting. Done. Change is good. Anyways, guys, yeah, that's our reaction to this game. I feel like, yes, um, like I said, we're dead, but we're not buried. I feel like um, we can definitely um, come back on Tuesday. Oh, my God, you're such an optimist. You are so optimistic. I like Um, you. This is why, you know why? This is why we (laughs) both, that is why we jive, Dave, because, man, everything in life, you have a positive outlook on it. I like it. (laughs)
whenever everyone looks down on Milan, that's when they pull the surprise. And I, okay. I, I believe on Tuesday they will pull that surprise. Please but let first, them stop. I feel like the special game is a must win as well. And I feel like um Pioli should 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 fill in the the, the, the regulars. He doesn't have a choice. And maybe approach the game differently and not well, that to save energy. For the special game, I'm guessing Tuesday. I'm guessing the formation he will go with. Uh, the lineup would include Pobega uh, replacing uh or Pobega replacing Benasse and Mitchell. And he's not probably playing Rafael Leal, so it will go, he'll go back to uh, Alexis Salamakas. And yeah. I think CDK might get minutes. And then Malik Teo should probably play. I like the way, he, how comfortable and confident he is. Um, even when he's things are going... watch. Yeah, yeah, he's he is. Watch. And, oh, by the way, uh, no comment. I don't want to get into Kronich. If not, we wouldn't leave today. Because, yeah, yeah. Kronich was uh, disappointed today. Oof. His attitude was just horrible. Like, oh, my God. Like, Benasse, not Benasse, with the referee and get Tonali, Tonali just wasn't in the mood to run as, as though something was tight, dragging him back. You know what he reverted to? The Tonali that we complained about early season, which is defensive liability. He's still, he's still, yeah. The, I mean, yeah, defensively was very horrible today, but in the attack, I think he really did well. Anyway, anyways, let's, let's, let's leave. Yeah, guys, it's been a pleasure again talking about Milan. We, we lost tonight and I know um, it's a disappointing um, game for us, but yeah, we're going to bring ourselves up again and get ready for space over the weekend. Um, yeah, we should be able to do a quick um, pod on, on Sunday evening to prepare for the game on Tuesday. After, we've drawn, after Milan has drawn with Spezia, yeah. We'll see how it is. Thank you so much, guys. <laughs> yeah, have a good night. Thank, thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks for your thanks, answer. Dave. Good <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>